Picture me living perfectly and perfect podcast. Treasury here. And this is episode 10. We're on episode 10, you guys. <sighs> so much to say. So, 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 so much to say. Obviously, I'm still excited. I didn't know I would get to episode 10 this quick, but with quick 20 to 30 minute episodes, um, I think our longest one was with the guests. It was an hour, the Zodiac one. Um, it's pretty, it's fairly easy to get to 10 episodes with a one person show, especially um, me. I try to get to the point. And with that being said, um, some of my favorite podcast right now and I'm not a podcaster I am not someone that sits and listens to podcasts or radio shows I like Rude Jude on Shade 45 um I I don't really want to get into what Rude Jude talks about <laughs> not yet I'm gonna wait till I uh break the uh sex topic virginity of uh picture me living before we can get into maybe we'll talk about rude dude on that topic because and we're gonna have a guest we're gonna have guests with uncomfortable conversations like that but um yeah rude dude i could sit and listen to him talk on my whole ride home because he's hilarious i'm pretty sure he's probably high every episode if you have serious check him out that's really the only person that i'll listen to in the car um, someone recommended a Bad Moms. I can't think of the name of it. Bad Moms podcast. And it was it's two ladies. Uh Guys We Fucked. That's a good <laughs> I listened to a couple of their um YouTube. I watched their YouTube show. And uh when they answer people questions, that's pretty much how left I plan on going with answering questions. I can't wait to get a bigger audience because answering questions is so funny. People ask the stupidest shit like, girl, you couldn't figure that out. So, and some people ask some stuff that is like, how the fuck did you get into this situation? So yeah, guys, we fucked this pretty good. <laughs> and it's literally the title. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, the bad moms one, it's like, uh, Mm. But my absolute favorite podcast, Don't Call Me White Girl. She is so funny on Instagram. And I um I don't listen to each episode like when it drops. When I have time, if I'm cleaning up around the house, a lot of times I do dance workouts. I do yoga at home to try to just stay in shape because I'm really struggling with keeping a workout routine or whatnot. So, um. Yeah, I cut on that podcast and I, it's guaranteed to make you laugh or whatever. I don't see her with any notes. She obviously has big production. Um, she has this big team, the editing team, great equipment. And uh, she just goes in and she just talks. And I don't want to be like anybody else. I really just want to be Trey Sheree, right? Um, I'm not really like searching for celebrity guests. If I, you know, get one, that's going to be awesome. I would love to pick certain people's brains or whatever. But to just, you know, say, hey, I want to be exactly like this 
particular podcast. Like, no, I want to be Trey Cherie. But I do like how she just sits down with no notes, uh, the Don't Call Me White Girl podcast. And she just gets into it. And she's just naturally funny and naturally relatable and engaging, right? Um, Her show is more like a radio show. I will say that. It is more like uh, the Rude Jude show that's on Shade 45. And when I thought about that, that's when I was like, okay, you know, maybe that's why I like this so much because it's just witty and just boom, just right in your face. Funny It's raw. It's hilarious. Right. And one thing, one major thing that I noticed from her, there's a lot of pauses like that. Like she'll be in thought or whatever. And you know, the pause is funny. Like it's, it's leading in, like you're waiting for her to give you this punchline or whatever. And, uh, the last time I listened to it, I'm like, you know what? I could probably slow down a little bit to, um, like I said, don't want to be like anybody that's out there. I want to be Trey Cherie. My mama named me Trey for a reason. It ain't another motherfucker out there named Trey Cherie. It's just me. So I have to be Trey Cherie. I can't be anybody else. No shade to the um, regular names of the world where it's a million of y'all, but it's only one of me. And with that being said, um, I have I have to be true to myself. But when I heard her pausing and especially rude, Jude, I mean, it could be like 45 whole seconds of silence. But <laughs> if you know, if you know, you know. Like it'd be it'd be interesting. Extremely forty five seconds is well worth the wait. Um. Anyway, um, I was like, yeah, I could probably slow down a little bit. I don't have to come with you know pen and ink my my notes that I was telling y'all about, which is literally why I just got started. I was just like, you know what? Let's just let let me just talk. Let me just talk. Let me just get shit off my mind. So, what I want to do today is highlight an item off of picturemeliving.store. I need y'all to go check that out. As soon as you stop driving, get you some duffel bags, get you some uh, men, get you some duffel bags, some uh, man bags. I have um, hoodies. It is back to hoodie season. Briefly, it's going to get hot real soon, but get get you some hoodies. They ship really fast. T-shirts. I want to highlight... Literally, if you work with me, you see me wear this shirt every single day. I have a million tri-blend, women's tri-blend PML shirts. This cozy and perfect fit t-shirt is a triple fabric blend that is incredibly soft with great drape, stretch, and recovery. Made with warm polyester, combined ring spun cotton, and rayon it is not only a cozy beauty but made to last grab it in plain or heathered colors for that perfect basic with a vintage look this tri-bland shirt is everything so i wear a size medium now i don't i don't know when the fuck that happened i was in a small ever since i started this business some weight just crept up on me i don't like that i don't like that but the medium is a little bit more comfy. Um, yeah, the medium, I mean, you could wear it to work out. You can literally wear this shirt 
consistently. Um, ladies, it is a must-have, and it's a great way to show support for Picture Me Living. Awesome way to show some support. Lots of different colors. Lots of colors. Check me out. I'm going to put on the homepage when I get done with this, so you can just go straight to it and order you one. So, on episode eight, I believe, I asked a question. I said, I'm going to go to my Instagram, and I'm going to ask this question. Well, guess what I did? I went to Instagram, and I asked that question. And people responses really was like, you know what? Let me pull this microphone out because people ain't shit. Would you travel? <laughs> would you travel with strangers? Like, why or why not? Literally, can you go on a trip with strangers? And what I mean by strangers is... And I hope that y'all been following along. If if not, you know, this is going to be the first. If you're the first time here to the uh, Perfectly Imperfect edition of Picture Me Living, um, this is going to be the first episode that shows up. And I totally understand that. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining. My reason for asking that is Treasury can travel anywhere with anybody. Um, I previously said that I... I mean, I could go on a trip with my uh, ex-mother-in-law. Most people can't say that. I can go on a trip with my son's father's new family. Why not? That she, you know, the wife carried his little sister, essentially. My son's little sister. Like, why can't people do that? Why can't people co-parent? And, you know, you see the whole uh, Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys thing, and everybody is just like, you know, it's taboo and most people understand and are like, that's really cool that they're they're able to do that. Why can't people do that? Why is that so difficult? I just never understood it. I get it. Some situations can be extremely toxic and, you know, maybe y'all shouldn't, but maybe y'all should work on, you know, getting along for the sake of the kids and then you can venture into um, traveling together I can travel with anybody that's okay with traveling with me let me be very clear um I'm not sure if my current situation his ex would want to travel with me that's why I had to give that stipulation <laughs> um but I can travel with anybody that wants to travel with me they got their own money hold on that was a extreme caveat that I should have, you know, I should have said that from the beginning, actually. That that should go without saying. I ain't rich. I need you to. Matter of fact, I really would travel with people if they paying for it. I would go anywhere with anybody if y'all paying for it. You know why? Because I know how to get the fuck up and do my own thing. Why do we have to do every single event together? Why do we all have to pile in one rental car? Why do we have to catch the same flight out there? Why do we have to hold hands and sing Kumbaya? That's when women start to get catty. Give each other a fucking break. Like, why do you have to do everything with, even if you're going like on your honeymoon or whatever, on a vacation, get that man some space. Like, Go work out, go to the spa, like do something on your own. And that's how you eliminate so many arguments and disagreements with individuals on trips. So that's why I said before, and I'm going to say it again. I can travel with anybody. I have not had a bad trip. 
Uh, if someone can hit me up and say, nah, this, this trip was a bad trip. Well, go ahead, hit me up and tell me that. And I'm going to let you know that that was your experience. But mine was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I had a great time on every single trip, whether I went with strangers or people that I knew. Um, yeah, great trips all the time. My praise breaks this time consist of water. Definitely uh, overdid it on Saturday. And I got to get my shit together because, like I said, I'm in a medium tri-blend shirt and I like it. So, water it is for now. So, I further, when I asked this question, I took it a step further. Are you a who all over there person? And we, we went over this. And we're probably going to keep talking about this because this is this is very... I never heard people say who all over there until after I got out of the Navy. And it was like a foreign language. I just didn't understand why people... I still don't understand. Like, why Why you want to know who all over here? Why... I, you know, I, I don't understand it. Everything meant for me to understand. So that's why... We got this uh, platform right now. We talking about it. We getting into some things. So I wish there was a percentage for this because it's actually pretty funny. Some of these folks responses is some of y'all is really funny, man. Some of y'all are funny. I'm going to keep it anonymous. Um, I if I had to guesstimate the responses about 20. No, I'm going to say about 35 percent of the people said who all over there. Who all over there? Um, one individual said, I'm big on vibes and energy. So I'm deaf the who all over there type. And these two individuals, actually, <laughs> I copied and pasted my response because <laughs> first of all, they're funny. They give me good vibes, first of all. So, um, and it's never my intent to argue with anyone. That is my disclaimer. It's never my intent. It's my intent is to open your mind, open my mind, and engage in intellectual conversation. But these two individuals, we we comment on, on each other's stories all the time. We we both in each other's DM. I'm not close friends with either of these individuals. Um keeping it anonymous, obviously, but um they are two women and women can get catty. And so when she said that, that's that's literally the first thing that came out. So like I said, I, I copied and pasted my response to her and the next girl. And the next girl says, who all come in person because I ain't friendly at all, no matter who friend you are with the weary emoji. And my response to both of them, let me find it. I copied and pasted it because I know them and they're both funny. They're both I would travel with the both of them. I would go to dinner. I would party with the both of them. So, uh, I'm not going to say that these answers surprise me at all. It's just funny. Because I definitely was surprised with one of them. One of them, she let it, she let it be known who the fuck she is in her stories all the time. And it's, it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> it's entertaining. Uh, it wouldn't be entertaining if, if I was beefing with her though. So that's why, um, I understand where she's coming from because she's the type that's going to air this bitch out. She's going to air some shit out. 
So my response to the both of them, OMG, crying with laughter emoji. What does someone else have to do with you having a great time? Question mark. That's a big one. And that was actually, once again, none of nobody that's really close to me responded. These are all people that I know from Instagram that I chat with from time to time. And that was literally somebody response an hour or two after that. It was like, what does somebody else have to do with me having fun? I can travel with anybody that's splitting that check. Amen. So we'll get into the two ladies, <laughs> two ladies. We'll get into them. We, 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 we're going to get into that a little bit later. Cause they, one of them even said, maybe I just need to grow up. So we'll get into that later. Um, someone said, like I said, uh, what does somebody else have to do with me? Okay. That's how I feel. Another person re uh, responded, retired military, went on plenty of trips with strangers. Yo, I honestly, I have that perspective when I say I was in the Navy we never ask who all over there. But when I look at it from how he said it, we maybe that's why. We were forced to go to the port visits with motherfuckers we ain't like. And we knew we ain't like them. It was clear as day. I don't like you, Chief. Chief, you don't like me. I don't fuck with you. But what's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> I got to hang out with you because we, we Liberty buddies. And, you know, I... I don't have a choice and we in Turkey and I just really want to get, you know, some steak and potatoes and a stiff drink. So what's up? And we end up having the best time with motherfuckers that we would have never been friends with in America. We would have never been friends with most of the people that we had port visits with in the Navy. That's why. That's why my all my Navy friends think like that. Is it because the Navy opened our mind or forced us to think a certain way? It forced us to open our mind. That's for sure. It forced us to communicate with people that we just would not have communicated with if it weren't for Uncle Sam signing our checks. We just would not have communicated with them. And in actuality, our Navy friends, when you think about it, all my Navy people, chime in, please. When you met people in the Navy that ha actually became your friends, not the chiefs, not the people that you butthead with, but the people that you actually are friends with today outside of the Navy, the people that you kicked it with once you got off the ship, once you left work, ask yourself, would you have been friends with them if... It weren't for the Navy. If y'all both was from the same city, if y'all went to high school together, would you have been friends with them? The Navy brought together some amazing friendships. And because of that, it's just instilled in me to trust meeting strangers is going to be the same thing. And if it's not, oh fucking well. Like, <laughs> I don't get what the big deal is. If you don't get along with somebody, just go go down the other. You cross the street. You could cross the street, y'all. And nobody said you got to walk down this street. Nobody said that. Like, that's what the Navy taught us. And 
when when that guy replied that when he answered that under my sticker, I was like, you know what? We're saying the same thing, but we're saying it different. And we're definitely expanding literally what I just said in episode eight. Those Navy friends, those uh people that went straight to corporate America, that had to go out to corporate dinners together, that, you know, I think that college and, you know, staying at home with mom for a few years, that makes you click up with people and you don't, it's an extension of high school, but you're an adult. So you click up with people that you like, and then you don't click up with people that you don't like. But, you know, when, when you're immediately go to work at 18 years old, like we did. And trust me when I say nobody parties like anybody in the Navy, first of all, but specifically those that 18, about 25. I, I inserted that pause on purpose because all my Navy friends is going to say, shit. Uh, yeah. Now nah, we, we, we party. We party and we party with, we party with individuals that you just wouldn't have partied with before, you know, and that's the difference. When you stay at home with your mom, when you go to college, you party with the same people. You party with your clique. You meet people that's like your clique. But I partied with a huge, diverse group of people. I had this one friend that uh had like, remember when, you know, it was like eight people staying in one apartment? First of all, like, how the fuck did we survive that without cutting each other heads off? But I had this one friend that stayed with two guys and they were both gay actually everybody in the house was gay and so they invited these gay guys over from clubs just randomly and it was just a party but not only was it a party they was <laughs> was a, it's the upstairs apartment so not only was it a party it's you know like a gay party and when I say that take away every image that came in your head right now i'm finna put the correct image in your head right now because i know some of y'all out there can be a little bit homophobic or whatever let me tell you something when i tell you we memorize every dance move to beyonce b-day um not b-day what was the one the beyonce beyonce live the first album that she had she did her first concert over that year and we had the dvd and when i say we stopped it rewinded it we memorized every single dance move and then we was done with that over the course of a few weeks we went back and they started teaching me how to vote when i tell you them downstairs neighbors was pissed (laughs) when i say it was like eight to ten people in there voguing falling out on the floor and shit you know y'all know what i'm talking about that man that's probably top five uh, times of my life as far as uh, just unadulterated fun, no responsibilities, no money whatsoever, drinking Palmasan, eat uh, Irk and Jerk, whatever, whatever we can get our hands on. And that was life, man. That was life. You, you know, you ain't live life until 
you had to ask your 21 and up friend to go and get you a bottle of liquor and pay them a little bit extra money. Yeah. No, that was that was everything. And it was such a diverse group of people that nobody ever asked when it was time to go over that house and, and learn those Beyonce dances. Nobody ever asked who all over there. You just came over there. I mean, it was fun. We're having fun. Why the fuck you want? Why why are you premeditating drama? I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Like I said, some things ain't meant for me to understand. Um, one of my FAA friends said, I'm not sure his uh, background be- before the FAA, but his response, he travels a lot. You already know the drill. They definitely take trips consistently with groups of people that may or may not know each other. And all the trips look fun. And then a young lady, um, I'm highlighting the answers because a lot of people just say yes or no, right? Um, a young lady says she just did recently and had a great time. And her trip looks lit in Tulum. Looks lit. I know it's oversaturated with people, uh, with travelers. I don't believe in not going somewhere because a lot of people are going. I believe in I'm the party bitch. So it don't matter where the fuck I go. I don't care who done been there. Beyonce could have just left. Oh, Trey Cherise going next. Okay. It don't matter. So this is about 35% that was like who all over there. Now let's get back to the two ladies. <laughs> they had me dying laughing in the DM. Like no sense whatsoever. They are so funny on a regular basis. They're funny. So one of the sisters was like, LOL, I know I need to grow up. What if I end up having to fight someone and I'm not trying to do that on vacay? Ma'am, you don't. Why are you premeditating fight? Why are you planning to fight? (sighs) Y'all say I'm mean. I get that a lot. A lot of people say that I'm mean and y'all... Turn around and say that the actually mean people are nice. I I never understood that that's something that I've actually stopped trying to understand with my age. I'm just like, you know what? It's not for me to understand. Bitch, I'm mean. Get out the way. Obviously, I'm one of the most understanding people. Because why are you planning to fight on a vacation, man? Why? Why? Now, I understand what she's saying, right? So you have a friend that's going on a trip with her friends. And I think a lot of this, we get lost in ourselves. We get a little selfish, right? Your friend planning a trip, we already talked about that. It is very hard and difficult and stressful planning a trip. Your friend is doing all of this work and thought enough about you to invite you. And your response is, who's going? ma'am <laughs> so yeah when when people ask me that i just be like you know what never mind i'll just invite you to the dinner or i'll come over your house i still love you i'll, I'll come over your house and have a shot with you since you don't play well with others um but no i like we have to get out of ourselves either i can go or i can't go either i got the money or i don't have the money either i got the days off or i don't But who's going to be there does not matter. 
We do have friends, though, that got friends that we don't necessarily mesh well with. Right. So that mutual friend needs to understand that needs to either pick one or like that mutual friend has a decision to make. Basically, as the mutual friend, you shouldn't be messy and want to create drama between two individuals that have a negative history. Um, it, it could be, we could break this down into several scenarios. Um, it's not always that, that one friend is miserable. Like it could be the other friend instigates. So like, if we could break this down, women can get really catty. Absolutely. Men can too, but I don't, I don't piss too many people off today. Um, <laughs> Now, men, men get into the who all over there too. men, some men, you know, they prey on your girls, pray, P-R-E-Y. Uh, some men like to flash money and some men don't like he, he doing too much. I don't want to go nowhere with him. He be doing too much. Nah, I listen, totally understand that, totally understand. And that is when the. I want to be there to support you. I might end up doing my own thing on certain days or whatever, but I want to go. When you have your big event, I'm going to be at the big event. If you're doing a boat ride, I'll show up for the boat ride. But for the most part, yeah, I'm not finna do breakfast, lunch, and dinner with y'all. You you do have a friend that be doing too much. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. You do not have to stick around while this friend is doing it. You know damn well this dude be doing too much flashing, money, he wore the same Gucci belt the whole trip. He doing on Instagram live the whole trip. Like you, you know that that's about to happen and you know, that might piss you off. You know, you could go do your own thing. You don't have to stay in that Airbnb. First of all, you could go do your own thing. If you do stay there, get your, make sure you have your own room and make sure you have your own itinerary and you just meet up with them later. You don't have to be around. For the whole, all the Instagram lives and, you know, everyone has different plans and different ideas of how they want to spend their money on a vacation. So, um, as the host of the trip, you got to understand that, especially if you know, you got a friend that's doing too much, like girl, don't nobody want to be, or man, don't nobody want to be around, <laughs> be around, uh, bro, that doing too much. So let's go back to the other sis. Cause me and her really had a detailed conversation. But um, she did eventually say maybe when she matures. And we we laughing about this. I really don't think it's a sense of maturity. I really don't think that it's, you know, I don't like name calling, especially to these two, two women that I cackled with in the DM. I don't think they're immature. Um. I think that they have boundaries. They got thicker boundaries. I, I think that's commendable. Like I don't have many boundaries. And that is why I, I immediately will say, you know what? Let me come up with my own itinerary because if you bring dude that's doing too much and I don't want to be on Instagram live, I ain't put my lashes on. He got the camera in my face. I might smack the camera out his motherfucking hand. Absolutely. And then now we locked up abroad because we fight. Absolutely. So that's me not having boundaries. Me practicing boundaries is saying, boom, itinerary. I'm going to get up 
we on a Vegas trip. I know it's a white castle. I'm just going to go get me something to eat. I'm going to call and see if everybody else wants something to eat. Uh, dude, doing too much dude might be like, oh, I'm going to walk with you. No, nah, I'm good. No, 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 no. I'm good. I don't, I don't need no help. I want to walk by myself. And people may take that personally, you know, especially if you don't travel a lot. People may be like, damn, why they? I did go on a trip with people questioning why why I got a separate rental car. They took it real personal. And I'm like, I need to say I get motion sick. And I got I've been having hips since I was nine years old. I do not want to sit nut the butt in the back of a minivan. I just don't. I am in my mid 30s. That is not my idea of a vacation. I'm going to get my own rental car. I'll meet y'all there. Um, but I, I can see how people can get offended. It's like, damn, we came out here together. What the fuck? But yeah, she, um, sis was like, nothing stops her from having fun when there's someone she doesn't like there. Like nothing stops her, right? But there's a potential of you being negative or crazy and her temper her temper hasn't been worked on enough. And that's when she was like, maybe, maybe she just needs to mature. <clears throat> and we laughed about that. And she continued to say she reacts first and then thinks about it later. And her friends even know, don't invite her to a dinner and you bringing your other friends you bringing strangers like you need to run that by me first and we laughed about that too and i just told her you know some stories that i had in the navy um <clears throat> i used to lose my temper like that when i first joined the navy and they sent me to anger management several times they sent me to several different classes um uh, bearings course they sent me to uh stress management to a few different classes which that's a story in itself because other races weren't sent to those classes that had anger, anger problems. But I'm going to learn to let that go one day. Not today. I know y'all heard that animosity in my voice. I'm going to say it again. Other races that also had anger problems were not told or sent to those classes. They sent the angry black woman. So because I went to so many different classes, I did learn how to control and and. I do go to therapy now, not for anger, but for other things, right? Another method of self-control was saying the serenity prayer. My mother and I, when I was kids, um, we would say the serenity prayer together, even if we weren't together. And how I came up with this, I actually went to a Narcotics Anonymous class for her. This is actually kind of poetic slash um, it depends on your mood. It could be kind of sad, but it's poetic for me. Um, it's probably a reason, a portion of why she's still alive today. But I went to a Narcotics Anonymous class for her and they all said the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Next time I saw her, I gave her that prayer. I, I thought that that was just going to fix it. I was a little girl. And she said, you know what? Let's just look at the moon every night when it gets dark and we'll say this together. 
And I did. I did it for a while. And eventually, like we, she would call me sometimes and we'll say it. And eventually I stopped saying it every night because I'm like, this shit ain't fucking working. But I still said it. It was always in my mind. And I still say it because it's not for her. It's not for her anymore. It's for me. If you really break down that prayer like I did, like you're accepting the things that you cannot control. The courage to change the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Like, man, that worked wonders with a lot of the things that made me angry. Right. So I am a lot more calm. In addition to me being a serene Aquarius, like I am a lot more calm because I really do accept the things that I can't change, man. And I embrace change. I embrace wisdom and I move forward with that in my daily life. Um, Creating boundaries, like I said, come up with your own itinerary. Come up with your own thing to do on these trips. Stop turning down trips because you don't know the people that's there. Um, Also, please don't be on Locked Up Abroad talking about episode 10, season one of The Perfect Land. You could say that. That actually might get me some followers. Go, you know what? Go ahead and say that. Go ahead and say I told you to go on a trip with somebody. Uh, just please don't hurt them. <laughs> please don't hurt anybody on these trips. Practice some sort of uh mature emotional control. Speaking of locked up abroad, let's just venture off into that. I, I've had three stories, three instances. Uh, I'm not gonna give the three today. I'm gonna give y'all one. Three instances. So, so far, three instances so far. I don't know why June keep running in and out of this damn house, slamming my door. But I've had three instances of where I should have been on locked up abroad, right? Or where I should have been locked up abroad. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna give y'all one this time. I'm gonna leave y'all hanging. <clears throat> I was in Toronto on a girls' trip, and I was drunk as fuck, and. It was just a lot of police outside for some reason. It was Halloween. Everyone was in costume. And there was a lot of police. And they was like in formation. And they was on horses. They were standing down on the, on the ground in formation. It was just a lot of police. And I had the bright idea to go twerk on one of the uh, cops on the horse. And my friend's like, no, Trey, stop. And I'm like, why the fuck not? I've done this in New Orleans. I've literally twerked on the cop that was on the horse on Bourbon Street. And I lived to tell about it. And they was like, sis, this is Toronto. You're in another country. (laughs) I'm like, but Drake is from here. And he's so soft. He ain't been arrested. I mean, I was just Drake. I didn't mean that. If you're listening, I'm sorry I said that. But. I was just so drunk and I just really wanted that memory. And I really want them to take a picture because I have a picture on Bourbon Street doing the same shit. Um, but yeah, now nah, them cops was like, get your friend. And I, I kind of got a little bit more angry when I heard that. I'm like, OK, first of all, Black Lives Matter. Like, don't do that. Uh uh-uh, uh, because I'm a dude They was like, Trey, get your ass away from this horse. So. That was one. I got two more so far. Hopefully that's it. 
told y'all about when I was in Europe and I, I double checked my bags because I'm like, I don't know if these folks put some in my bag. Make sure y'all doing it. Make sure, because you know when you get to the airport, they be like, have you had possession of your bag? Sis, please, ladies, check your bags before you leave the hotel room. Check your shit. Check your shit. So, yeah, I mean, it may be your boundary to ask who all over there. Traveling is not fun. The actual travel is not fun. The actual act of traveling is not fun. You can show up in the most shitty mood or you can show up happy and the stranger shows up in a shitty mood. And now y'all beefing because you feel like they energy bad when nah, they probably just had a bad experience at the airport and they just really need to unwind. And you the one that's excited because everything has went smooth for you and you just had 12 margaritas like, you know. Yeah, I think I've said before, one of my biggest travel tips is definitely traveling solo and meeting up at destinations. I had one trip where I went with my friend and on a flight back, we had the basic economy um seats or whatever so you can't pick your seat until you get to the airport on delta and our seats were like 12 rows apart and she was like yeah i'm gonna see if we can sit together i'm like sis no 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 i'm gonna sit in the back i'm sick of you go ahead and get your seat up front i'm good i am good she was texting me it's it it's empty you can come up here i'm like girl i'm good i and i wasn't i was in between um some overweight people Physically, I wasn't good, but mentally, like, you know, I was, I, was, I had enough of her. It was day three, I, I'm good. Go ahead and enjoy your seat up there. I'll be last one off the flight. Sometimes you have to do that. You don't have to have an attitude about it. But we don't have to hold hands the entire trip. That is my pro travel tip, especially in a group. Uh, and y'all, y'all gonna learn about the vacations too, man. Vacations will bring the worst out of your man or out of your girl. They will bring the worst out of them. Losing luggage, it just brings out the attitude and it's just really, it's going to really show you definitely don't agree to get married until y'all go on a trip together. But yeah, man, you just don't have to be connected by the hip the whole trip. I guarantee it's going to be a lot less shit going down. So my subtopic is our Dubai trip. I really want to talk about this since the last time I brought it up. Because although the DR is our most watched, it's our most uh, frequently asked question on Picture Me Living. The real is always jumping for the Dominican Republic. And if you don't follow Picture Me Living on Instagram, it is at picture underscore me underscore living. Check out our highlight reel on the uh, profile page and you'll see majority of the trips that we've taken. Um, our Navy trips aren't on there because those were difficult to document. I was in the Navy, you know, um, not Polaroid. I'm not that old. But, you know, the automatic camera, the, the one that you go into the store and you just buy a camera, you click it, take your little pictures, 27, 30 pictures or whatever. And you take it back to Walgreens and in three to five days, you got all that. Like, that's the camera that I had. 
So I have physical copies of pictures. And when I tell you I looked a mess, I joined the Navy when I was 18. So I was finding myself. I was skinny with a big bubble butt <laughs> with little bitty stupid bangs. And uh, most of the trips I did take or most of the port visits I took at the beginning of my Navy term. So uh, 18 to about 21, I got pregnant when I was 21. So yeah, 18 to 21, I I, I went to a few places and uh, did a few things, lots of things. So Dubai, um, this highlight reel is pretty lit. So we flew Emirates and Emirates is an experience, right? It was an experience and I've been to Dubai before in the Navy. That was supposed to be my segue, actually. Um, we went a lot. I went to Dubai when it was Jabal Ali, right? And it was uh not as industrialized as it is now. Still very rich, but it was it was like um Bahrain. We went to Bahrain and we went there a lot. And um obviously went on a navy ship and <laughs> I went with a lot of strangers. And I was so young that, um, yeah, it was just a different experience. And so I knew, especially with this travel blog, I needed to experience it on my own, on my own dime, on my own money, on my own time, um, a full week. And I knew going on Emirates was the only way I wanted to go. Don't care how long it takes. Don't care how I got to get there. Well. Emory said, hold my beer. We're going to give you a layover in Boston and we're going to lose your motherfucking bags. And uh, <laughs> from Atlanta to Boston was on JetBlue. And it went by seamlessly. That was fine. Went to uh, Dubai from Boston was about 14 and a half hours. And definitely an experience. The food was great. The service was great. Um. The amenities were amazing. They gave you um, actual pillows, actual blankets. Um, the TV screens were huge. <laughs> they gave everyone headphones, not just the people that paid a million dollars for their ticket. They gave actual, like, legit headphones, like Bosey headphones. They gave, uh, like, a nighttime Warm towel with a toothbrush, toothpaste, the things, the um, eye patches. They gave you the wake up by uh, warm towel with the um, two another toothbrush, toothpaste. It was just an experience. Like everyone got to experience a piece. Now their their business class that's upstairs is just, I mean, phew, out of this world. I'm pretty sure if they treated the regular people like that. Um, they was probably offering massages upstairs. Like, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Emirates is an experience and it's definitely worth the money and it's definitely worth um, actually making time for that trip. And I highlighted how we lost our luggage. That's definitely in the highlight reel. Um, if you know Ken, he was not pleased about that. And it showed... <laughs> It showed in his, uh, like, how do I word this? Like, when we were waiting on our luggage and we realized, wait, our shit is actually lost. Um, 
his persona showed it to where their version of TSA was like, the fuck is it was what's wrong with this guy? Like, so I'm like, yo, you you gotta calm down. Um, it's not a big deal. Pro tip, pro traveling trip that I mentioned in the last episode, I'm gonna mention it again. Um, if you put toiletries and uh underwear just stuff that's very vital to your comfort. If you put that in your carry-on, I mean, is it goes seamlessly. Like literally, like you can lose your luggage for a couple of days, and you you'll still be comfortable. And Emirates did uh, provide us with a little overnight bag for losing the luggage, and they delivered our luggage. I think about not quite twenty four hours later, but it was enough later to where. Uh, we did have to go to the mall and get some things. I had to get an outfit. And I did have an excursion plan. I know y'all see the Dubai trips where people are on the um, sand dunes in the cars. And uh, they're all on the sand four-wheeling. They're on the um, camels. I had that plan, but we didn't have the clothes yet. So... I was extremely poorly dressed for I just got something from H&M right before the mall was closing and um, still had a great time. Had a very great time. Yeah. Go look at the uh, highlight reel for that. The taxis are cheaper there. A lot cheaper. Um, The restaurants are modern. They're modern meaning americanized but it you can still find a hole in the wall where you can get a good shawarma and uh i know i say that wrong every time but um some fries some potato fried potatoes or whatever and um those are very easy to find hookahs are very easy to find we did find a hookah spot the very first night and i did get the vibe of like why is a woman in here smoking hookah? But nobody turned me around. But I did get that. I did get the energy like that. I wasn't supposed to maybe. And when you go to play certain places overseas, they don't see a lot of black people. And at first I thought that's what it was. But I'm like, no, nah, this is Dubai. They, they see Africans here. So uh, maybe I wasn't supposed to be in there. You know, their culture. Um, No one turned me around, though. So maybe I wasn't breaking their culture and uh, it's never my intent to do that ever. Um, You should really research where you're going. And I know you can't research that deep, like that particular. Like, can I go to this restaurant after this time as a woman? Like, it is kind of hard to research that. But you can look up their actual like regular laws, like most places, for example, You can't spit in public. Really weird. Super, super duper weird. It might be an American rule. We just might be entitled as fuck. Like it's little stuff like that, that, you know, you should probably know before you go places. So in the highlight reel, I do detail what they gave us in our little spin the night bags, Emirates, what they gave us in the spin the night bag. And I went into detail about our um, first excursion. The camels were definitely, that's something that I'm probably never doing again, ever. 
in my life. Ever. Uh, I'm not quite sure if that's animal cruelty, first of all. Second of all, they was just sick of us. Like, bro, we is sick of walking y'all around. God, all of y'all fat. Like, we we tired of carrying y'all around. And it's not like getting in a car. I mean, it's not stable at all. Like, when you get, when that camel is getting up, and camels are pretty tall. So when you're getting up, it's just not, it's not fun. And and when they get back down, it's, it's also not fun. Um, the overall experience of riding a camel was not fun. I don't care what people tell you. Treachery is being honest. Maybe it was just that tour. Maybe it was some animal cruelty involved, but just, just the, um, hydraulics of a camel is just something that I would rather just experience in a car that has hydraulics. <laughs> I don't want to experience that on an animal. Okay. Make sure you take some uh, water. It was definitely uh, 120 degrees. Why do I choose the most coldest and the most warm, hot places to go? That is a question that when I am on these trips, I consistently ask myself. I don't always do that. My last two February trips have been to very warm and enjoyable destinations. So, but this last one was cold. I, I always go to Vegas in July. This um, particular Dubai tr- trip was definitely in July and it was uncomfortable, naked. I mean, it was hot, hot. Um, by day seven, I was ready to go because it was so hot. And this was the first trip that we took a GoPro on. But when I tell you, I still don't know how to use that damn GoPro. We use it a little bit, but, you know, my cell phone footage is uh pretty much all I need for now. Until I can uh, learn a little bit more about photography. I really want to get a drone. That would be dope for picture me living. So, yeah, it was uh, definitely hookah everywhere we went. It was hookah on the uh, sand tour that we went on. And it was good. I mean, amazing, actually. We went to the uh, Burj Khalifa. Obviously, that's definitely something that you should do when you are um, in Dubai. I think the tickets were about $20 to get in. It's the world's tallest building. You go all the way up to the top for $20. It's a lot of um, picture places to go. If you go in the summer, I'm not sure if I've ever been there in the wintertime. But the views aren't that great. I don't know if that's something that's talked about. I know people do dinner in the sky in Dubai. The views aren't that great because of the sand. I mean, it's just so much sand and it's inverted. It's foggy. So um, the views aren't that great, but it's still worth, it's very much worth the experience. Very, very much, very much worth the experience. Um, Yeah, it was, it was hot though. That's pretty my biggest takeaway from this trip. It was a hundred degrees at night. So <laughs> that was a very, very, very hot trip. Warm. The biggest takeaway from Dubai that I wanted to mention was about day five. 
Um, this is when Ken and I definitely needed a break from each other. He went to the mall. I stayed and I, I got a uh, massage or something. And the hotels are reasonable. The service is very reasonable. Like, uh, I think I got like two massages for less than a hundred dollars. Um, and they were intense too. They came with sauna. They came with so many different things. I think I had a pedicure also, actually the cheapest massage. I heard Thailand is actually really good for stuff like that. But the cheapest one that I've experienced was in a PVR Porto Vallarta, uh, Mexico. And for a hundred dollars, man, I got like a facial, a massage, a pedicure. I got a fill in on my nails. It was actually really good. <laughs> like it was a lot. It was a lot. And that massage was everything. And I had the whole, and I, it, this was during COVID. So I had the whole sauna hot tub to myself. But yeah, so Dubai was was pretty affordable. Once you're over there, it's, it's expensive to get there. But once you're over there, it's pretty affordable. So Ken went to the mall and he had the GoPro. And he's recording some footage in the mall. And the police stop him and they're like, yo, it's illegal to record and take pictures. Mind you, like the day before that, we went on a boat ride and we were taking pictures and somebody like waved their hand like frantically like stop. And we was like, OK, maybe we're not supposed to take pictures right here. So we found out this is something we should have researched. And a lot of people go to Dubai. It is illegal to do unauthorized photography of any sort in public. And we learned that on day five after we took numerous pictures I mean, several pictures. So, yeah, that's that's our second um, frequently asked question trip on um, Picture Me Living on the Instagram is Dubai. Everyone's asking how much was the flight, how much was uh, transportation there. Taxis were super cheap. It was like $10 to go everywhere. Go to the club, which was around. um, It was lots of clubs, lots of nightlife, first of all. But even if it's, you know, across town, um, $10, $10 was, I mean, that's including if you gave them a tip. So that wraps up Dubai. I did wear some picture me living, um, once I got my luggage and going back home was easier. Our luggage was just fine going back home. And, uh, we still had a layover in Boston. Emirates does not fly out of Atlanta. You got to go to Boston, D.C. or um, LAX. So leaving from Atlanta, uh, your options are pretty limited for a direct flight. I think they leave from Miami, too. Etihad is is out of D.C., actually. So that's another one that's going to give you, I mean, absolute great service. Great service. Going to the Middle Middle East. Eddie Hyde is a E-T-I-H-A-D. I learned all these airlines <laughs> with my job. I'm like, man, who is, who is this? Who is this? Let me look up how much day flights is. And if you book directly with Emirates online, it's actually not as expensive as it sounds. I think I'm going to look up the receipt and get back to you. It was 700. I really believe it was just the number that sticks out in my mind right now for a 14 hour flight. That's not bad. 
Alright, episode 10 is done, y'all. Episode 10 is done. Let me see if any more people have responded to the <laughs> Instagram question. Somebody sent me something today for the podcast. It's a meme that says, once a black person says, what's the dates again? Just go ahead and remove them from the group chat. Listen, if you can even prioritize me to put the shit down in your catch just to write it down, like, damn. Sometimes I think y'all be trying to stress people out. Golly. Let me see if somebody else said something, though, to my question. <laughs> what's the dates again? Damn, bitch, you ain't, you weren't listening? Okay. Let's see how well you prioritize me. Let's see. Yeah, somebody did respond since then. Would you go strangers? Trip yes to somebody's house? No. So I know what they mean by that. They mean like if their friend is going to a party at somebody's house and they don't know who that somebody is, then yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I could see that. I could see that. I'm more of a, um, travel person anyway. So, um, but if I know you're at a stranger house and I don't want to go to a stranger's house, I'm not going to say who all over there. I'm just going to be like, no, nah, that's, that's not for me. Um, you don't know how people's dogs are. You don't know if people cats be on their kitchen counter. <laughs> Some people kids is annoying as fuck. Like you don't, you just probably don't. Mm -mm. So I understand that one. I understand that. A simple no, nah, thank you for inviting me will suffice though. Not who all over there. Why you, why you over there? Why, why, why? All right. Thank y'all for making it to episode 10. As always, give me some feedback. Check out picturemeliving.store. When you get done listening to this, give me some feedback y'all. And let me know if you want to co-host. I'm not prepared for phone-in guests yet. I mean, I'll do it. I will put the bitch on speakerphone and we can goddamn do it like that. But um, I would prefer to do it the professional way. <laughs> so, yeah, come over. Let's let's have some uh, guests. I got my um, audio situated now. So, for two people. I think I can even set it up for three people. But let, let's just start, you know two people before y'all get to ask me who all over the just you know one other person <laughs> one other person will suffice and let's let's get into some deeper topics see y'all next time